Welcome to the Pages from Diary of Milan podcast, a podcast about surviving your 20s with flair. Spicy! Yes, I am your host, Alessandra, and this is my fabulous and lovely co-host, Maggie. Hello, hello! We're both really tired today. We've had a... We're, we're still in the same room, which is pretty darn cool. And I'm still sick. She's still sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're both very really tired because you know i'm trying not to get sick she's getting over being sick Mm. it's a fun time and we haven't stopped going like since the day alessandra arrived we have been going (laughs) non-stop we have been sleeping in though we're not we're not one of those people like we're not heathens we're not heathens but you know we have been touring everything and walking the entire city oh yeah we walked all of what broadway yeah all of broadway printers out that was fun though i enjoyed that yeah i enjoyed that well tonight tonight we have even more walking because we're going to l27 love that can't (laughs) wait can't wait anyway so like yeah today's today's episode is gonna be a laid-back conversation we're really gonna pick maggie's brain on this subject she's gonna also known as like a free therapy session oh yeah okay (laughs) i'm ready i'm positioning myself oh yeah Give it to me, Maggie. How are you feeling today? How am I feeling? Oh, let's see. Okay, well, I mean, a little tired, not gonna lie, but you know, pretty good overall. How do you feel about today's topic today? So today's topic is one that's like really tricky for me personally, because I'm one of those people, um, if you know me in person, you'll absolutely understand this, but I'm one of those people who is more of a follower rather than a leader. And I'm very, very loyal to the people that um, I consider to be my friends, especially if we have a history together. Like that is my ride or die. If you and I have known each other for any extended period of time and I've been through with each other through any kind of hardship, I'm like loyal to the end. Mm -hmm. But that can be a little tricky because as we love to talk about boundaries, Boundaries can be a little challenging to keep when you have those kind of friendships. And today's specific topic is more on the subject of childhood friends. The woes of childhood (laughs) friends. The woes and worries and stresses of childhood friends. We love it. We love it because, you know, like we've touched on before, childhood is that time of, you know, pure innocence. When you make friends in childhood, it's not about oh, you know, what does this person feel deep in their soul? What do they believe on certain topics? It's more of like, oh, you're seven years old? I'm seven years old. Let's be best friends on the playground. Oh, you yes. know, so innocent. Yeah. So sweet. We watch the same show every day. We have <laughs> the same little shop collection down. Yeah, besties for life. Oh, you want to use my scissors during craft time? Of course. Of by course. the way, do you want to be my best friend? Oh, yeah, for real. That's that. yeah, and that that's how things start. And so you know, you form these these sweet and precious childhood friendships that um, you guys you know bond at such a young age, and you start to grow up and grow, you know develop a little bit more into actual human beings, mm-hmm. you know, outside of childhood. And people change as they're supposed to. You know, again, we've talked about that. It's really important for people to grow and to change and friendships to grow and to change as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's challenging when um, those childhood friendships that formed out of just, you know, the pure joy of who each other were. Or just convenience. Or just a convenience too. But, you know, it, it, it really greatly influences who you are as a person. But then you both start to grow and change into new people, into actual humans and... Um, you know, that, that childhood friend may not exactly be the person that you want to be friends with. You know, it's, 
it's challenging. And you put a, made the good point on this, Alessandra. You said, you know, if you look back and you met that childhood friend today, mm-hmm. rather than however many years ago you met them, if you met them today at an event, would you actually want to be their friend if this was the first time you're meeting them? Ooh, <laughs> that's, a that's a real soul searching question right there. Okay. So then let's, okay. So let's think about this. You have your childhood. How many childhood friends do you, would you say that you have? Is the majority of the friendships that you keep the childhood friends or is it a lot of it more recent college or adult friends? Like- you know, I would say I had lots of childhood friends, like you said, out of convenience as mm-hmm. a kid. Um, but, you know, a lot of them have kind of fallen away yeah. as we have grown into different people. Mm-hmm. And I've really only kept on to two fantastic friendships that I have kept since childhood but you know right. i used to have 15 childhood friends i'd oh, yeah, no. oh girl I let me tell you my that. birthday parties as a kid were lit no, like you were one of those people i was the one who had 26 girls from my church youth group all come over to my house for a slumber party it was a themed party i don't know if i would have liked you at that time. <laughs> wow. it was my one my one splurge as <laughs> A sibling. I'm the fourth of five siblings, and oh, don't really you know, get that's much. That's really good for you, though. Yeah, You're a child, and you still got all that attention. Wow. It was the one day of the year that I got the attention at my birthday party. Oh, it was fabulous. Okay. It was absolutely fabulous. But you know, all 26 of those girls, I only still am best friends with like two of them. So, <laughs> what does that say? Well, you know, it doesn't have to say much other than just differences. Uh, I have a few, maybe, I have, I guess, a decent amount of childhood friends who were my best friends growing, maybe best friends. I, I only really felt like I had one best friend when I was growing up because I didn't hang out with a lot of people, but I yeah. did have a very um, solid, consistent group of younger people I hung out with as a child. Um, but it's one of those things where I I try to keep a loose grip on a lot of things because I find when I try to control and keep that tighter grip, it ends up just falling apart anyways. Right. So just kind of feeling where it goes. And you know, those childhood, we ended up so different. Like all of us are so unbelievably different. We were so similar when we were younger and we are so unbelievably different now that we're older. It's insane. Um, but I still really appreciate being around them because there is that connection. And I don't try to force the, oh, you have to be like this to be a, my friend or whatever. I just, you just, you actually get to know them and you can still appreciate any person no matter how different or distant, I guess, they you feel they are from you. You can still appreciate a person for who they are. Um, and genuinely, when you know who someone is, you can set your expectations. This goes back to the other episode. We're talking about expectations. expectations. I have accurate expectations for all of my childhood friends. We might only see each other once every two years or something like that. Mm -hmm. But when we do, it's a good time because we can go back and reminisce and talk about things. And they know things about me that nobody else ever would because there's no way in heck I'm bringing that aspect of childhood back into my adult life. So you you just talk about certain things and you, you can really appreciate them, but I don't when I feel like that, uh, like you're not, you know, cause if I have a close knit friend group, I like to try to make sure that they have similar, I guess, morals and expectations for their own life as me, because that can get complicated if somebody's doing something that makes you uncomfortable. Um, and if you are to be uncomfortable, that makes them uncomfortable. And so then just yeah. everybody's uncomfortable and that's not a good time. So I try to avoid situations like that in my closer knit group of friends but with the childhood friends it's 
something that can still be more on the meaningful side mm-hmm. while still being distant and not as constant and stuff like that. And so that's not kind of how I manage it, because the moment that I see somebody and I'm like, oh, that seems like I might get into an awkward situation with you. I don't think I want to do that. I was even talking about this with my own <laughs> brother. I was saying, like, there are some people in my life that I love and appreciate, but I would not take to certain places simply because I do not trust them. My brother is one of them. Dominic <laughs> is literally one of those people where he's like, you know what, I love you, I think you're great, you're fun, you're a good time, but just at this point in your life right now, I'm not taking you to a bar by myself. I'm not going to be that person for you. Like, it's just not going to happen. Or we're going to, you know, like, these, there's just certain limits you put on certain things, and that doesn't mean that I'm rejecting who my brother is or loving him anyway. In fact, he probably, like, yeah, it's true, like, I'm disappointed, but you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I know, because you're crazy. You're a crazy person, and I love that about you. I also simply cannot be, I do not like going out to have a fun time and having to fulfill the mother role of making sure no one gets hurt, and that that's not a fun time for me. So I just don't put myself in those situations. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that is so funny. And that's such a a good point, too, because you really do have to, um, I mean, honestly, not hold them and necessarily to fault for that, because part of it is also on you communicating, you know, what you are comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with and respecting yourself enough to not put yourself in situations in which you would be uncomfortable. Yes. Big emphasis on the respecting yourself part. Facts. You have to understand that your needs and desires are just as valuable as that need and desire of that person to go crazy and make your life miserable. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, in a situation in which you are, you know, or you at least can foresee that you're about to be put into a situation that's uncomfortable for you and, you know, goes against you know, things that you believe in. Just and don't do it. Question your morals. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Alessandra just laid it out straight for me. I was like, Alessandra, I don't know what to do. I don't, I'm not so confused. Like, what do I do in this situation? And she was like, like, think for two seconds. What do you want to do this? No, then don't do it. And I was like, but Alessandra, what about all these different things? Yeah, it's, this is a large, but see, that's just interesting though, is that the woe of the, the childhood best friend can be that you really start questioning even if you have really good boundaries and lines with other people those there's something about somebody from your past that can just make you falter on those things it's really weird so, like, so i true. have those type of people in my life too it's really weird like with anybody else i'm like okay so this is how, well, my needs and my desires and this is what's acceptable and i love you and you're not i'm not gonna let you do this or whatever and just but there's some people <laughs> from childhood where you're like Am I really valuable as a human being? Like, does my opinion really matter in this situation? I think I can put up with it. I just don't oh want to make anyone gosh. mad. Maybe I can make them happy and they'd like me better. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you just get into that situation and, like, you just, you can't, you have to be able to recognize it when it's happening and just not do it. That's why I don't, it's, I know that it's hard for me to do that, which is why I'm so, like, I won't even hang out oh, with yeah. you because I don't even want to put myself in that situation because I don't know, I don't know how well I'm going to do all the time. Like, just don't. Don't give yourself the opportunity to fail, Maggie, obviously. <laughs> exactly. That's oh. that's the secret right there. But, you know, no, honest. Yeah, you just have to also you have to also know your limits, too. Like, you really have to think, like, you really have to have a tight grip on what is your job, what is your role, and what's expected of you, and what can you expect from other people. So, for you, you have to ask yourself, okay, what is your, when you're hanging out with your friends, what is your job? Like, what actually is your job? My job is probably to just drive them. Like, that's, that's... That's your job, to drive. Designated right? driver. Do you have any kind of rules for people who drive with you? Do you let people know, like, hey, I'd like this to happen? 
Not really. No? Okay. No. So then when, <laughs> when you, so that is your job, like just to drive yeah. to be the driver? Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. I swear if you are not wearing your okay, seatbelt in my car, I will kick you out. Right. Okay. There it is. Okay. Cool. We've established that. Okay. So, but what do you feel like your job is when you get into that uncomfortable situation with your friends? To basically make sure that they don't permanently damage their own life, put their life at risk. Um, yeah, you know, we like to avoid near-death situations, Mm -hmm. so if there's any kind of, uh, questionable activities going on, I'll probably step in, or at least keep tabs on them, so make sure they don't actually hurt themselves. Okay, see, that's, yeah, okay, keeping your eye, keeping tabs, so you're basically a glorified (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) That's accurate. All right, well, is that your job? That's your job. <laughs> I understand this. So there's two ways of looking about this. You can, you always have to set the expectations. So there's that in your car, you're like, hey, if I see any of this happening, we're all going home. Oh, Just yeah. lay it out. We're all going home. Have you ever done anything like that? Oh, oh, no way. Okay. <laughs> so you should probably do that. Also, okay. It just... Just get into the habit of doing what you say, because I remember you telling me about how, you know, somebody was doing something that made you uncomfortable, and you were worried, and you're like, I'm going home, but you kept saying it, and you didn't actually do it, because you were too scared that they would get hurt. Yeah, well, I kept asking them, I was like, let's go home, can we go home right now? And they were like, no, 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 let's not go home, let's just go do this, let's go do this, and I was like, no, I want to go home, but I didn't want to leave them, because I was more scared of leaving them alone to do something stupid for themselves than I was of, like, myself being in that situation, which is probably bad. Just never get into a car with them again, which is, like, my instant go-to, just, like, let's just not hang out with these people ever again. Um, But, you know, if that's not on the table, then you can set the expectation of, hey, if I feel uncomfortable or if you get this way, because you know you get this way, you know you get this way, then we're going home. Like, I'm simply not putting up with this anymore. True, true. you can set that expectation. And then when you're out and they start doing it, uh, you can let them know, hey, I'm... I am going to be heading back where we've now breached contract and um, I'm going to be driving home. Like, oh, no, you're not. Like, no, I am. I'm going to be driving home. You want to come and see the car, like how I've started it, and it's about to, like, drive out? And you can give them every single opportunity to do the right thing and be an adult and take care of themselves. But, like, like I was telling you, um, you need to let people face the consequences for your own, their own actions. Like, they're never going to learn. Because you're concerned that they're going to get hurt and permanently damage their life, right? But right. isn't it more harmful if they don't learn how to take care of themselves for the rest of their life type of a situation? So, basically, acting as an unintentional enabler. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, reality check. That's why, I just, that's why, you know, you let kids face the consequences of their own action. If somebody's being, If some kid is being a brat and refusing to do what you tell them to do. I'm like, hey, don't touch that. It's going to shock you and you're going to get hurt. And they're like, no, no, you keep pulling them back. For 20 years, when they're 40, they're going to hit that electric fence and they're going to be like, but it hurt me. And they're never going to touch it again. But they're 40 and that's going to hurt way more than if they were like 17, right? That's true. This is a weird example. What I'm saying (laughs) is when they're younger, you go, okay, fine. Like, touch it. Like, you know, just, you're going to, if you cannot understand you've got to find a way for them to be able to learn whether that's you inflicting a punishment to let them know because like i'm not letting you jump off a cliff but i'm gonna like make it so that your brain understands how horrible that would have been you know but if it's the oh yeah you're going to bring your glass plate that you love outside and run around with it and it's gonna break 
I'm really sorry about that, kid. I tried to warn you, but guess what? You'll probably never do that again. There's something to be said for just learning and taking care of yourself. So if you have an adult child who literally has always has people around them to make sure they never get hurt when they get plastered, um, and then that's that's never gonna go over well. You're <laughs> hanging out with somebody who's never parented to know how to take care of themselves in that sense, and that's not your job. More importantly, whether or not it looks bad on them, it's just not your job. And like, it's very kind of you, very kind of you to worry so much about about your friend because you care. But there, it's not your job, so you can think, okay, instead of just leaving and feeling bad about it, you can call somebody else. Do they have parents? Mm-hmm. You can let them know. Hey, uh, your daughter is, um, yeah, I don't know if you know this. Or you can let the establishment know, hey, like, I'm going to leave. This person refuses to get in the car with me, um, and they're really uh, not in a... Let, let the staff know. Let the staff know. You could even call, like, I don't know. Would it be too much to call the police and be like, hey, yo, like, there's this person who's, like, not being reasonable you just thought you should know just in case something happens you should know or whatever but that's you literally cannot parent somebody though that is true you cannot parent them so like your option is don't be the driver for that person because if you there if you're the driver there is a certain amount of responsibility that comes with that but if people won't let you do your job of being the driver then don't be their driver Um, but if you do find yourself where you are their driver and you've now been like oh my gosh like now i can't do my job of making sure everybody gets in the car to and from safe because they won't let me um, then you literally have to let them face their own consequences. I don't know what that is, but the sooner the better, because it's only going to get worse as they get older. And I, yeah. I know you don't enjoy it. Oh, gosh, that's, like, physically it. painful to me. Like, I can sit here all day long and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Well, oh, of course. Drive, <laughs> you're driving away, like, and you got to let them know you drive away. And you're driving away once, they might never do it again. Like, <laughs> literally, you don't know. So, and they can get an Uber, like, literally you don't have to it's not that big of a deal it's not that big of a deal gosh but you know girl code is so ingrained in us like you never leave your friends in a situation okay okay okay. are you using like a trendy little name right now to excuse bad behavior girl Girl code code. i gotta let people infringe on my boundaries so we don't all die okay well well let's pose that question to our listeners if you were if you and some friends were going out together and what would be the rules for the night? Because, I mean, for me and my friends, it's you don't let, you know, don't leave, don't leave the other girls alone. Don't leave them in a situation like don't, don't leave them essentially is, is the girl code is that, you know, we make sure that, that we all stick together. That's very one-sided though. So like if one person's job is to don't leave, what's the other person's job? Well, yeah, that ends up is what happened because the attention of it is for us all to be able to like rely on each other. Like, oh, I'm not ever going to be left alone by my friend in a situation where I'm not comfortable. But truthfully, what ends up happening is, oh, one friend has to tag along with all of the others so that they're yeah, not so alone. Not, so girl code is what I just hear is a toxic form of... Ugh. Um, Pure pressure. Oh, pure yeah, pressure. No, I don't particularly. Yeah, no. I when you think that ends in high school, but no, doesn't. it doesn't. <laughs> because then college is like girl code. Let's all be weird and get one responsible person to babysit us. Like no. Not gonna happen. Yeah. Also, um, I would say what does girl code trump your own preferences? So like, say somebody feels genuinely uncomfortable and is like, I have to leave. Are they breaking the girl code by? Um, having to leave because they feel really uncomfortable or is the other people breaking the girl code by not going with them when Ooh, they leave? that's a good point 
I didn't think about it that way. What? Girl, but you got to think about wow. every angle. Mind blown. Alessandra is just schooling me today. This is like a life lessons with Alessandra. <laughs> you need to be happy in your experience. I'm tired of you like being, you are what, you're not even a mother and you're already, all these people are probably older than you, right? And they're you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you're the most responsible one. No, stop. <laughs> when you're a single mother at age 21. When you're a single mother of three 25-year-olds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I feel, I feel like, well, okay, this was, this was the easy part. This was Alessandra making me realize that I need to actually have boundaries that set up for myself that I follow. Ah, oh, following the boundaries. But you know, now, now the practical part comes in where you have to actually practice actually that. Okay, so, so this is, this is what I'm saying is me personally i would just <laughs> never put myself in that situation again like that's happened where i've gone to a situation that involved substance and i was unprepared for it but i was like okay now that i know that this stuff is here everybody who is in my car who by the way was underage you are not allowed to have any of this because i'm not okay with driving people around right and um i saw people sneaking stuff when they thought i wasn't looking and i was just like yeah cool and i never drove them again i was like i'm just not dealing with you that's not happening oh yeah but i say it once i mean it and i'm not i'm not doing it like i don't care and what's unfortunate for you now is all you had to do was wait another year and you could have done that but now the rest of your life i'm no longer going to be that option for you because even though you're i'm 21 i can drink like yeah but i know that you won't respect my wishes no matter what it is because you couldn't even respect that. True. You, you had to have a sip of the most disgusting cheap wine I had ever seen in my life. You had to have it. You had to have it because you're so cool and tasteful. No. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, my gosh. Just to respect the wishes. But I'm like that. Too. But, you know, there we go back to our initial, like, our initial topic about childhood friends and friends that you are loyal to because would you ever let a new friend do that to you? If you've just met this oh, person yeah. and they did something that you were like, eh, about, like, no. would you let them get away with it? Absolutely not. No. 100% no, like, sir. Oh, I never hanging out with her again. She's crazy. But, oh, by the way, your cousin's <laughs> exactly you put up with stuff you put up with a lot of stuff just because you feel so loyal to these people you like them you genuinely like who they are but you don't approve of their behavior their actions that's that's important it's more loving to let people know that you respect yourself and your boundaries because it also means that you it some it it plays into i think it actually tells them that you respect them too like I respect you enough to respect your requests and your boundaries. Right. Because I respect my own. Like, I don't... Have you ever... Have you, you know, in a movie or a situation where somebody does something and they think they're being, like, the nice or whatever person at the end it comes out, like, why would I trust you to do that? You can't even take care of yourself. And it's like, oh, you thought you were being a nice person, Ooh. but you're really just, like, not taking care of yourself and standing up for yourself. Like, that's just... No, it comes down to that. Um... Also, but it is, it is hard, though, because it's, it's kind of disappointing to be like, hey, you know how you thought I was, like, fun and could, like, fulfill all your wishes about having, like, dangerous encounters at night and what, whatever, you know? I, I'm not a girl anymore. Sorry. <laughs> not going to happen. Which is, again, why I would just do that. Oh, yeah, I'm just never going to drive again because I don't have to explain that one so much. Like, yeah, you know what? I just really don't enjoy being around, like people i don't enjoy having to be the designated driver you know too much with like when all my other friends are drinking just because i feel like i have to be a more of a mother role and that's not fun for me i wouldn't mind 
um, hanging out with coffee or whatever. But I, I really just coffee. That's not what I mean. I'm like, what you don't love? I'm like, no, actually, I just love you a lot, and it really hurts me to see you in danger, and I just can't do that to myself anymore. So, like, I, just forgive me, but I just, I just can't do that anymore. And you know, it's because it's about love. You're not not driving them or not hanging out with them because you hate them. You're doing it because it pains you. Like, it, you wouldn't, you go to the bar and you see other girls being plastered and being crazy, right? But you don't feel that, oh, I have to take care of them. Why? Because you don't actually love those people. <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. You, you don't care. You love those people and it really pains you to see them hurt. It's like parents when they see their kids go off the deep end. It's like, it hurts me to see you do this to yourself. So I'm not going to sit here and yell at you. I'm just going to let you figure it out because that's, that's you know, my pay grade. Like, uh, I, try, <laughs> I try. And you're not even their parent, Maggie. You're already doing this to yourself. I mean, I do I do have a going worry as a babysitter. So if you want a babysitter, you, you can hire me um, $50 an hour. Okay, <laughs> I would, okay, I would babysit drunk girls for $50. I absolutely would. Okay. Well, if, unless they're, yeah, I, let, I would suggest, yes, you can pay, you can hang out with them. If they, they pay, pay you. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. All right. That's the new tea right there is that um, I'm be, I'm charging six, $50 an hour to babysit you when you are under the influence. So just let that, let Not that. Not that I would ever suggest being under the influence, <laughs> ever. No, no, listeners, do not do not heed that advice. We do not suggest any kind of intoxication of any kind. Don't do drugs. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Appreciate you all. You guys have ever had a crazy experience with a friend or childhood friend specifically? You know, Um, because of this episode, you should tweet us at Diary of Milan. we also, you know, Snow Tiger is our sponsor. She is a pretty hot and She's kind of the best. Page. You could also probably DM her and let her know something. But we're looking for good content, guys. And Tell her she's pretty and she'd appreciate no, it. No, she she's <laughs> not easily bribed, Maggie. <laughs> Bribe her with some food. Say, I will give you good quality food. Oh and she'll probably follow you back. Okay, anyways, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So, you know, Maggie and I could talk all day. We have loads of awesome stuff. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it would also be cool if we had other awesome stuff, like your guys' opinions and experiences. And, you know, once we have enough content, we will designate an episode to just going over people's opinions and comments. You know, that would be, I would think it would peak if we actually got enough oh, yeah. to be able to talk about it in an episode. I feel like that would be... Also, if you ever have just a funny story or like a story in general that you want our opinions on, because we know we have some fabulous oh, opinions. Yes, <laughs> Not to say that they're the right opinions, but we have opinions. We'll probably make you laugh. If you ever want to hear them, just DM us. Or return on your investment. <laughs> just let us know. Shoot us a text. We'll keep it anonymous if you want, but like just just let us know. We'll give you our opinion yeah. for free, free yeah. of charge. All right. Well, talk to you later, y'all. Bye. Bye.